Welcome, and thank you for listening to the 9-7 Podcast, where we talk about our journey from 9-7 to now. We are your hosts, Richard and Mary Robinson. Though we aren't relationship experts, we've learned a lot along the way since 9-7. Welcome, 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 everyone. Hey, everybody. How's it going, babe? Going good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Can't like complain. Like we all live with each other and see each other every day. I know. Like we like all up under each other's armpit all day long. But yeah, I'm doing pretty good, boo. Good. Good. Doing pretty good. But, you know, we used to come out on Tuesdays every Tuesday. But I ain't even gonna lie. It's been hard trying to get back <laughs> into the swing of things. It's just, it is so, what it is. It is what it is. So we may stick with Tuesdays or it might just be Wednesdays. We're not exactly sure yet, but every week we'll have a, every, every for week. sure, we'll have a, a a podcast go up. So you'll never have to doubt that. But, you know, once we get the, the schedule back under control, then then we'll for sure say for sure when it will be. But or or if you're confused and you want to know, just follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Because whenever we put up a new episode, we're definitely going to put out some kind of social media post to let you know there's a new episode available. So check it out. Facts. Big facts. All right. So what are we talking about today, boo? I mean, the only thing to talk about on January 20th. 2021. Which is the inauguration. Absolutely. We have a, a new president and a vice president and new senators and Congress yep. people. Yes. So there's a whole lot of new flying around. It's like the political Christmas. Right. It's like social studies teacher's dream. You know. Social studies teacher's dream. Yeah, man. This is like social studies day. There's a lot to learn on inauguration day. <laughs> Especially since, you know, schools aren't closed on Inauguration Day. So it's like... Which is weird. Autom- I know, isn't it? It seems like, you know, being that it's basically the day... I mean, other than Election Day, which schools are closed most times. Um, it's like the the foundation on which our whole democracy is built. So yeah, it seems like you would... It's very easy to, to pull lessons from today. Um, but yeah, nothing, nothing was closed. Well, I guess that makes sense because if school was closed today, then none of the kids would watch the election. I mean, the inauguration. You don't think so? I mean, unless you assign it to them. Like, I would assign it. On your it day. Would, it would be, that would be like the homework. homework like, okay, it. you go to school the day before and then the next day. You need to watch the inauguration, and we're going to have discussions and all that. Would you give a quiz on it? I don't know if I'd give a quiz, but I would surely give an assignment. I would give a pop quiz. I would give maybe an assignment that they had to complete whilst watching the inauguration. I would give like a four. And then maybe give them a quiz based on how they completed their assignment. Now, that's something I would do. Oh, I'd just give them a pop quiz. No, I would Four questions. <laughs> Who was inaugurated? Who's the vice oh, president? Oh, man, if they got that wrong. You'd be surprised. You know, there's been studies that say a lot of Americans get those kind That's of things wrong. That's very true. I've seen it on The Daily Show quite a bit <laughs> when they go around and ask questions of people. Oh, The Daily Show. Classic <laughs> material. But, yeah. So, it was a pretty... 
historic day just sitting and watching it all with the kids you know um we did you know our our daily routine type stuff but then right at 10 o'clock um there was like a, a broadcast special for kids that I let the kids watch and I you know tuned into the adult version you know whilst keeping my eye and ear on what the kid one was talking about and it was very interesting they you know did lots of fun facts and trivia and things like that i was gonna say elaborate because i didn't know they had a well this was the first PBS, year they did it a pbs kids version it's not the, pbs it was yeah. done by the biden inauguration committee Group. i think it's called oh. and it um i don't know if it came on tv tv but we i knew it was coming on uh youtube Mm-hmm. on the um, Biden inauguration page as well as on Discovery, mm-hmm. the Discovery on their, channel on page. YouTube channel? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. Yes, on the, on the YouTube channels. And so, and Kiki Palmer hosted it. So, you know, that was an immediate connection for our kids because they love Kiki Palmer when she was younger doing a lot of the, you know, TV movies, jump in and all of that type of stuff. So they were like, she oh was my jump in. she was like the main character of that movie. I've never seen it. Is that the movie with, um, the double dutch with the little curly hair Cord- boy, Cordon Corbin Blue. Blue. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. His name. So, <laughs> you know, call it a boy a dish. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that was an immediate connection for the girls and they, um, enjoyed, you know, hearing about the weird animals that have lived in the white house and, all the historical facts that they had and learning a little bit about the Library of Congress and all that types of type of stuff. Mm, so weird animals. Yeah, one of the presidents, I can't remember which one right now, had a raccoon. One of them had an alligator. As a pet. As a pet. They had him on a leash. <laughs> it was pictures of the first lady holding his raccoon on the leash. Strange. That's what I said too. Um and they were, you know, talking about how uh, like President Obama's dogs was a deal between him and his daughters that if he wanted they could get a dog. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, and that President Biden, one of his dogs, it was a rescue, so it's the first rescue animal um, to be in the White House. Although that raccoon was probably a rescue from the woods. <laughs> or, I mean, I don't know. You know, it's so, sometimes people come with those stats. <clears throat> the first i know it's it's kind of insane the first animal in the white house on a wednesday i know after a full moon right like, that's a stat but anyway uh-oh sorry that was like <laughs> a big yawn i couldn't even hold it yeah that's vocal cord stretching right <laughs> you say you gotta get back in the swing you know so um it was just really nice to to you know, have them be able to really enjoy it on a kind of kid level where they were breaking things down um, in ways that they can understand, which gave me great abilities to ask questions and probe them about what they were really understanding and learning from the actual process. And of course, you know, they flooded me with questions about, well, who is that and why is this? And so that was a nice, um, it was a nice learning experience for the girls. Side note, tangent. Our son was kind of, he was watching, but he wasn't paying as much attention. But he's, you know, five, so. Yeah. When is it appropriate to have a kid's version and when is it not? Like, at what point do you just expose them to the 
full-on event. Well, that's what I enjoyed about this particular kids version because it didn't. It I don't think it diminished what it was all about because even while they were having like the more fun conversation, the more fun conversation wasn't an interruption to the actual event that was going on. It was like as soon as like um, Vice President elect at the time Kamala came out they quieted it so there wasn't conversation so the conversation like up to like oh what's let's learn about the Library of Congress stuff like that was all while people were kind of filtering into their seats at the Capitol oh so like once the ceremony started it Kiki Palmer and anybody else that was on the screen with her was gone and it was always a split screen so you could always see what was actually happening. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then on the left-hand side was like a small picture of Kiki who was talking and a small picture of whomever she was interviewing at the time. Um, so you never lost, you know, what was happening. But while people were just filtering in and, you know, normally it would just be commentators talking or whatever mm-hmm. anyway over it. Mm-hmm. It was like they were doing that, but in a way that was entertaining for children. Uh, and then once the ceremony actually started, the commentary stopped. Mm-hmm. So that's what I liked about it. You know, it was that, you know, I'm listening to the ABC News version where it's like they're talking about the storming of the Capitol and all of that whilst the people are filtering in. But I feel like the way that the kids watched it and what they got out of it was better for them mm-hmm. than you know the part that for the part that that it was geared toward yeah because once again once the actual ceremonies started that section went away and they just enjoyed what we enjoyed yeah you think that's um the first lady's influence um it very well could be Hmm. it seems like it I can appreciate it. Because if you're not off from school to, today, then that's something you pop on mm-hmm. in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Or, or even if you're in school today. Or remote yeah, learning. Just tune into this. I'm going to send you all the link. You need to watch this, you yeah. know. But that's what I'm saying because it's giving those general facts and a little bit of history and things like that. It seems... Like, it's more geared towards education. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and giving teachers some something to work with in this remote environment, right? Yeah. Because it's just like, here's a YouTube link. And what kid of the 20, 2021s don't want to see a YouTube link come exactly. through? Exactly. And then it's like, from oh. From your teacher, too? Yeah. Like, what? Exactly. I'm sure from a networking perspective, they probably had all kinds of permission issues with some of these remote laptops, but I digress. What what else made the inauguration interesting to you? I mean, there were so many, like, moments. I mean, honestly, I, like, could not have been more excited to see my forever president and first lady walk out. Because they just carry so much class and swag. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's just a whole thing when they walking together. And it's just like, man, it's like the, the pride I feel when I see them 
walking out. And then Michelle Obama, First Lady Michelle Obama was not playing any games. And I know that is not proper English, but she won't play no games with that outfit today. She was completely laid and I was like, yes, come on. <laughs> so. And, and what did he have on? Just I mean, he was nice looking. You know, he just wore his nice suit and everything. He was a great, you know, escort for yeah. First Lady mm, Obama. Great, a great set piece. <laughs> a great, a great way to make sure her colors popped, <laughs> and you could really see her stand out. But for real, for real, like, like just the, the the amount of, you know, like I said, that prideful, like man, just to see them walking still and. And just steal the show a little bit like mm-hmm. that, and hold hands. Yeah, and hold hands, and and you you know just the the legacy that they've left mm-hmm. behind from that office is still just amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to that, of course, um, just that moment of uh, Kamala when she well Vice President uh, Harris when she took her oath of office like. When she took her gloves off and put her hand on the Bible, there was that moment that, you know, she just has this joy in her face. And it's almost like you could see her trying to really take in the moment before she said, you know, she took in the moment. Like, it just really, I felt like she was really taking that moment in before really settling into what it is she was about to do. Yeah, I mean, that's super important, right? Mindfulness. And- yeah. And living in the moment and not always thinking about all the work that's ahead. Mm -hmm. Because you got to celebrate the victories, small and large, right? Right. And then her putting her hand up there, she don't get to watch herself. Right. You know what I'm saying? So taking the time to be there. Yep. Present without worry or concern. Right. You know what I'm saying? It just shows... It, it it's probably one of those traits that, you know, fuels her success. Yep, absolutely. You know, being able to be in the moment and enjoy that moment and, you know, celebrate that win right then. Yeah. I mean, and, and just, then move forward with the hard work or whatever. Exactly. It's just in that very, like, I've watched it a couple of times now and it's just like, yeah, that, that, like, two or three seconds where she's just like, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 one of those things I think a lot of people should should really pay attention to and, and emulate. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of times people are getting promotions and you know attaboys and all that kind of stuff, but they don't they don't stop themselves to really feel it and take the time to take it in, enjoy it, and celebrate the win. Mm-hmm. So they get the promotion or whatever and they're instantly off to what's the task i need to do what's the next thing i gotta do what's the next thing i gotta accomplish what's the next milestone right and then you know five six years they burn out right or they start feeling depressed or you know what i'm saying because mm-hmm. they're like i just feel like i've been going non-stop for 10 years right and it's like yeah but look at all these wins you've had in the 10 years and they like it don't even feel like wins right and it's like oh you just didn't stop to enjoy it right even if everyone else around you is celebrating the wins and they understand that as a win 
you know, you got to definitely take that time to stop and and enjoy, enjoy the one, enjoy the moment, enjoy being celebrated by people, right? And not just think about how much work it is to have the wedding, right? And to set the wedding up, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's 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 really interesting, and that's a keen eye to for you to have noticed that. Yep. But I think I think outside of that historic moment, I think the thing for me that was really awesome in watching the inauguration, um, strangely enough, is the gathering of the former presidents. It's yes. always something I like to see because it always reminds me that politics is like a sport. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where LeBron can play against Dwayne Wade and then LeBron can be on Dwayne Wade's team. And there's no anger there. Right. There's no anger from, oh, you beat us. When you were playing for them, you beat us, you know, 500 to 1. You know what I'm saying? Or when you play for them, we beat you 500 to Mm -hmm. 1. It's when you play for them, you play well. And now you're playing for us. Right. Let's go play. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think it's interesting because I'm always watching, um, you know, like like you were talking about looking at the Obamas and then watching how they interact with the Bushes. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then there's, there's, there's some other examples in there too, but that's the one that sticks out in my mind and mm-hmm. the one that's been on like black Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Cause they like, or oh, if it's an event, you know, George is going to find, find Michelle. Show as <laughs> you born. He's going to find it a day or tomorrow. And that they could put politics aside and just look at each other like humans and be friendly and, and cordial. Yeah, but I think that's the thing that always is what's fun about inaugurations to me is that you realize they're not putting politics to the side. Because politics is a man-made thing. They're treating humans like humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're a basketball player. Like, Michael Jordan's a basketball player. Michael Jordan's retired, right? But for him to go talk to another basketball player, they're not putting basketball aside. They're just two men that's talking where they happen to have basketball in common. Yeah, I can see that. But, I mean, sometimes things carry over that you can literally put aside. Yeah, but that's what I'm so saying. So, like, if if I'm on the basketball court with you, and you push me down, and I'm legit mad in the basketball area that you push me down, but then outside of basketball court, I'm like, hey, man, you good? Like, we're talking and be friendly. That means I put that to the side. That's what I mean when I say put it to the side. Oh, I was just pointing out the fact that, you know, I pushed you down, but we're both retired now. Like, it's not really a... A subject to bring up we're both retired we still have it in common you may even still remember hey man remember that time you pushed me down but it's not necessarily that we put it aside because it's just a, a thing we have in common you know oh, what i mean mm-hmm. so it's like i mean to me it just points to the humanity of everyone you know we People find a lot of things to divide on, like politics and religion and different things like that. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, George Bush is married to his wife. He live in a house. He got his bills or whatever. 
and so do the Obamas. You know what I'm saying? Whether Bush got book deals or whatever he got going on in his life, it's just regular life. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing magical about it, like, regardless of his political party affiliation. So then when they get together at a celebration and they act like the people in the neighborhood, when they get together, you know, even though if you yelled at your neighbor for something, but it's a block party, you get together, it's just the thing you have in common is y'all all live in that neighborhood. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, a, to me, that's a, a, a special thing to watch on top of um, the historical parts of of the inauguration with, with um, Vice President Harris, which was really special to me because I thought it was really interesting to how it's bringing HBCUs to the forefront and um, black Greek organizations to the forefront and, you know, those kind of things that are hyper important in in society. Well, not necessarily hyper important, but, you know, I just thought it was nice how it brought that stuff to the forefront. I agree with you. I mean, you're talking to someone who... And I know plenty of people that went to high school with me had the same story where they were discouraged from going to HBCUs because the claim was you wouldn't have as many opportunities post-college if you do pursue a degree at an HBCU. And there was a couple that I did kind of want to go to, but I ended up going to Old Dominion University um, just because I just enjoyed that campus a lot when I went and my brother went there. And so I had a, a, a different kind of connection with that campus, which is why I chose it. But, um, yeah, it was, it was one of those things where we were, I don't know of anyone who was encouraging people to attend an HBCU. And so to now have an... Um, I'm sorry, a vice president who legit went to an HBCU, <laughs> you know, in, in an office like that, it, it's pretty major. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and I'm hoping that because because that's so major that you see, you know, better support. F- yeah, and better funding for yeah. HBCUs. And you start to see some of these um, highly sought after high school athletes and stuff start to go to HBCUs that would be and, fantastic. And, and, and different things like that. So that's that that was some of the stuff that was really interesting to me and I hope that really has a a big impact on 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 HBCUs and and, and honestly our community mm-hmm. outside of the outside of the aspirational piece, which I'm not downplaying. I think that's hyper important also. But, you know, seeing some of that support go into into the community, some of that financial support would be, you know, a real, um, I guess, more immediate or hyper tangible kind of result, mm-hmm. you know. But I did I do think that, you know, we're slowly catching up to the rest of the world that have already had women as president or as their prime minister. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. We're so we're slowly moving in the right direction where, you know, I mean, I've always been able to envision a woman as president, but I think it's a lot more feasible to the rest of 
America now that we have a female vice president. Yeah. And then, um, you know, I'm just anticipating her doing a great job. You For know, sure. And carrying and having that same class and legacy that that we are kind of expecting from her mm-hmm. in that office. And then, you know, I think that makes the it starts to pave the way for the likelihood of a of a female president, I think. For sure. So I think that's to me that's the impact of the aspirational piece mm-hmm. of of her in in this role, you know what I'm saying? Even though it was funny when they said her husband was the first, first second gentleman. Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> that was hyper funny to me. Well, one of the things that I found out in the the kid inauguration ceremony was that he had a part in the that name. So, like, they asked him what it was that he would like to be called, and he chose second gentleman. I mean, of course, there was, like, a list of different things, I guess, mm-hmm. um, but he had a part in choosing that. So now... He's been set the precedence of this is what a male or the husband of the vice president will be called. So what's the, what was Pence's wife called? The second lady. Second lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't, I guess maybe the word gentleman was. The piece that there Yeah, was the piece flexible. that he allowed to, was allowed to choose. Otherwise it would be what, second man? Whatever I I don't know what the list was, but I know that they stated that he was able to choose what his title would be. So I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, if you're speculating, right, it's a title. Yeah, second man. Second person. I guess it would depend on the pronouns he cares about. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it was pretty interesting. But I do also think it was... um, a, a fantastic moment when I think her name was Amanda. Uh, what was her name? Yeah, the laureate. Yeah, the, the poet laureate. laureate. Amanda Gorm- Gorman, I think. I think so. I think yes, Amanda Gorman. She um, did a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, that poem was. I don't know. If, did she write that poem? It Is was that her, her words. Yeah, it was hers. Um, yeah, but it that was, was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful and um yeah it was just great <laughs> yeah all, all kinds of quotes on mm-hmm. social media from her from her poem she really did steal the show i i really enjoyed how she performed the poem and she had the hand movements that you could tell she had rehearsed right meticulously but the hand movements for me added a lot of and the inflection impact. yeah it, it mm-hmm. added a lot of impact to it and one of the things that i know that i really enjoyed was looking at my girls watch kamala be sworn in and then watch that young lady say her poem on that big stage like that and see them like oh my gosh like do you see her? And then, of course, our oldest was like, oh, my gosh, look at her hair. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And, whoa, look at, listen to what she's saying. I love her yellow coat. Like, you know, just mm-hmm. really enjoying that moment. And, and like, gosh, how old is she? And, you know, of course, I had to Google it because I'm like, I don't know. She looks really young. Yeah. <laughs> but she was 22 and she's like, whoa, she's young. 
And then she's like, well, who is she? And then we found out she's, you know, written a book that's supposed to come out in September. So, of course, we'll oh, be nice. ordering that. But um, I didn't a know children's that. book that, oh, I didn't that's know that. coming out in September. Yeah, that's sweet. It's up for pre-orders right now. So, of course, I'll be in that number. But, um, yeah, it was just really, really beautiful to see it through their eyes and as they you know as Kamala comes out of the doors and they start screaming and my our little girl is like I'm gonna cry (laughs) (laughs) you know her little eyes tearing up and she's like mommy this is great I was like I know of course I had to explain a little bit because she's you know six so she doesn't she doesn't remember President Obama very well Mm -hmm. and you know I'm trying to explain to her the the moment that we're all experiencing in our oldest, she gets it completely and she's sitting there and she's tearing up and it was just a really great, a really great moment. Um, all the way around. It was just a really great day. Mm-hmm. And then even us, like, you know, a surprising effect that we didn't even fully anticipate um, that we kind of talked about at dinner tonight was, the weight that we had been carrying that we didn't realize was even there. Yeah, what do you mean? So, like, you know, it was just a, a heaviness that, you know, had fallen. And we kind of talked about it in season one, um, you know, when all the Black Lives Matter and things like that started happening. But it's just like, you know, this constant, like, weight and turmoil and you know every time you turn the news on it's going to be something else and you know not feeling completely safe just going from here to there and you know just those types of weights that we kind of carried behind the previous administration oh yeah yeah the the weight of the the kind of mental health ramifications of having someone say constantly negative things from that key position right mm-hmm. yeah it definitely it definitely you know gave me a boost today yeah to 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 see that administration change and know that or at least at least hope that you know somebody with his Many years of experience. You mean um, President Biden? Yeah, and um, Vice President Kamala, and all her years of experience mm-hmm. in public office would not necessarily go back to business as usual, but be the politicians that we're essentially paying them to be right. as as citizens. Like we're we vote we vote you in. But then the salaries you make are literally our hard-earned tax dollars with the idea that you're going to represent our interests on, on the world stage. Right. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes, not even our interests per se, but the interests, what's in the best interest of the nation at large. Mm-hmm. You know, and not necessarily anything other than that. Right. You know, and just the confidence that that's what they're going to at least try to do mm-hmm. as as humans with good intentions and trying to do the right thing for the right reasons it just it definitely it definitely helped my my mental health to 
to be able to see that and say, oh, they're going to show up and give it a hundred percent and give it the old college try. Mm-hmm. Is it always going to work out? No, but they won't. They won't purposefully make things bad. Right. You know, for whatever other purpose. Whatever, for whatever reason. Yeah. They're not going to, they're not going to purposefully. So. Discord. Deep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that, that actually, yeah, that, that definitely helped my mental health a whole lot. Absolutely. I mean, I just felt like I could take a breath, you know, like mm-hmm. literally it was like, mm-hmm. because it was, you know, again, not business as usual because it's not, you know, the mm-hmm. the country is not as usual, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of things going on that need a lot of attention right now. Mm-hmm. But um, it was nice to be able to see two people, like you said that have years and years and years of experience and who seem to really have the the best interest of the American people in mind um, to, to try to make things better. So it was like a breath of fresh air today. Yeah, yep. And that don't have nothing to do with stimulus checks Mm-mm. or vaccines or all the problems that we know about is the fact that there are two professional people that's going to try yep you know what I'm saying which is all you can really ask from from any any other person is that you show up and you you give it a hundred percent so uh, it get, it gives me a lot of confidence and and faith in what's going to be happening from a political standpoint tomorrow i think a lot of the i think there's a lot of people um who are going to be sad not necessarily because trump's out of office but trump always gave you a headline that's true so i'm sure there's going to be certain certain groups and outlets and you know different organizations that were you know really benefiting off of the constant headlines com- yeah. coming out of the out of the oval where um i mean they'll still get headlines for a while but as things settle down and they are doing the the job mm-hmm. you probably get less headlines kind of like with obama you didn't get a lot of political headlines from right you know not 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 as many as we had the last four years right you know which some people would call a, a boring presidency you know what i'm saying which i mean as a citizen i'm all for it yeah so to, to to wake up and not have to lord what did he say this time you know almost every single day mm-hmm. whereas with president obama you just knew he was doing the job mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying you didn't have to think Mm-mm about what they were doing all the time (laughs) and 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 even and even bush you know yeah i was i was serving in the military during during the bush presidency Mm -hmm. and it was like every once in a while you would get some wild stuff but it won't a constant drip right it was like oh the guy threw the shoe at him (laughs) it's funny because (laughs) as soon as you said that as soon as you said some crazy stuff, that's the first thing that yeah, came that's my the head first thing when he dodged that shoe, shoe boy. One thing you know, he can play a mean game of dodgeball. 
Because he ducked don't that play, shoot. Don't play dodgeball with don't him. Don't play. You ain't going to hit him. Man. And then, you know, I think the Probably big, inappropriate, but yeah. it was very comical. Yeah. And then when he went against the wishes of the U.N., he didn't drop out of the U.N. Right. He just didn't necessarily agree with him, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Right. You know, if you feel what you're doing is the right thing to do, you know, you're not going to always agree with everybody all the time so it was like yeah that's that's just what it was but it was like it won't a constant feed every day of those kind of events coming exactly. even from even from bush um which if i follow politics at all i believe was a republican president like like trump yes yeah mm-hmm. so so you know it's not that republicans are bad or anything because bush he did the job. He did the job. You know, as best as he could and working with what he had in the in the Congress and stuff at the time. So no complaints there. No. So it's just like it was just like, man, this is really a lot. It's a lot. Every day. Every day. You know. And then you compound on the problems, you know, and for me looking at at politicians a lot of time i view them as civil servants Mm -hmm. so i'm like wait a minute we're paying you to try to address this problem right you know what i'm saying like you're supposed to be trying to address the the covid issue not tell me it's fake or not happening right and then i got to deal with these other people over here you know telling me people dying or you downplaying it meanwhile things are shutting down and all this kind of stuff so it was a whole lot and too much to unravel right now but this this inauguration is we're gonna revel in it and kinda, we're gonna take it in the moment yeah yeah this kind of turning of the page if you will right is um chapter 46 yeah a bit different something that struck me as odd i don't know if you know this why this is but the vice president is the 49th vice president. Right. But we only have 46 presidents. Yes. See, see, that's why the kid version was so interesting because they explained things like that. Well, enlighten so me. So what, what they were explaining was not every president took the same vice president every time they won. So if you win for eight years, you don't have, if you run your first four and then you run again, you don't have to choose the same vice president. But they also don't count up. What do you mean? So Obama was what, the 44th president? Right. For eight years. Mm -hmm. He wasn't the 44th and the 45th. No. The only person to have four different ones is fdr four different what like he was president if you look him up they were explaining that on the um he was elected four times on franklin delano roosevelt he was elected four times remember i discovered that myself as president as president interesting (laughs) but no they don't count like so president obama was 44 he just has eight year term i mean eight years in office Mm mm-hmm um, President Trump, 45, four years in office. 
But so you're basically saying. So if President Obama, Trump, uh, President Obama had chosen someone different for 20, 2012, um, then there would be another vice president. Oh. Number. So it was a couple of running mates that they ain't like too much, huh? Yeah, they just, or maybe they didn't want to run again. You mean the vice president? Yeah, maybe the vice president was like, nah, fam, I'm good. Like, four was enough for me. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yep. Shake things up a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, when I noticed it today, I was like, oh, 49th, huh? I was like, so you can have a vice without a president? That's immediately (laughs) what I thought. Like, oh. So. Yeah. Education for everyone Amen. is important. It's important. Learn about it. Be mm. about it. So, anything else? No, more? that was it. Just a a great a great little recap of our our experience with today. Yeah. Yep. This was fantastic. Yep. Well, thanks everyone. Uh, again, you can follow us on Twitter at nine seven podcast. And on Instagram at nine seven podcast. Yes, I think Twitter is nine seven pod, right? One oh, yeah. of them is pod. Yeah, Twitter. You're right. Nine seven pod on Twitter. Sorry yes. about that. If you follow nine seven podcast, they'll probably be excited that you follow them too. <laughs> but ours is nine seven pod. No, I think that there is no podcast one because that name is too long. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So anyway, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, nine seven podcast. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, and share. Yep, make a comment. Thanks for listening, guys. Yep, thanks everyone. Bye. Bye.